he's one of 18 black Roasters mm-hmm. right. like, in the, the U.S. Yeah. and we're like, well, eighteen yeah. right. in the United States. Yeah. That's it. And it almost felt you as know? if he knew the other seventeen. Right. 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 You know? <laughs> together to serve the brew we are so glad you guys came to join us for episode three i hope you guys are loving the video so far um if this is your first time here or if you have not subscribed go ahead and hit subscribe hit like share with your friends and family we would definitely love to communicate with you through Mm -hmm. the chat um so definitely in the chat leave your comments your questions and those we can't get to in the chat, we will make sure to answer it on the next episode. So we have another question from Carolyn. And yes. at this point, we're going to call this Carolyn's Corner. Carolyn's Corner. <laughs> okay, Carolyn, you got your own segment um, because we love your comments and we appreciate the questions. Definitely. They are um, thought-provoking. You know, it gets mm-hmm. us into a, a great conversation, so we appreciate that. So Thanks, keep them Carolyn. coming because now you got a segment. Yeah. It's <laughs> Carolyn's Corner. It's Carolyn's Corner. Um, so... Carolyn's question was, being an older person, how would you suggest going about meeting friends with the goal to have friendship goals? And that's a really good question. And as I was thinking about it, the obvious answer I had was through work. You know, back in the day, which really isn't back in the day, it was two years ago before Mm -hmm. the pandemic. It was like two months. (laughs) (laughs) You used to go into the office, you find somebody you you have common interests with and go to lunch and Mm -hmm. maybe meet for cocktails and, you know, become friends that way. But now with the pandemic and everyone transitioning to working from home, what do you guys think? How do you make friends? I say if you have a hobby, you know, find people who are into doing that hobby so you can, you know, kind of get with like-minded people or get with someone that enjoys what you do. It could spark a conversation. And I think that's a great way to kind of meet new people. So Yeah, that's good. I also think if we are sticking with virtual ways to meet people, um, you can join groups on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Basically, same thing, whether it's a hobby or personality trait, like I belong to introvert, introverted girls. Um, there's what? also, <laughs> I, I need that group. Yeah. But there's like tons of different groups, so you know there's that as an option as well. Yeah, yeah I think both of those are really good options. Um, as Shelly said, I would suggest joining a group. So if you're into photography, there's always you can always. Search online, find a photography group that'll meet in person, mm-hmm. and maybe you'll find someone that way, or uh, join a gym. You can meet people in exercise class that could be yeah. your workout buddy that might transition into a friendship, but also... A lot of older people are now becoming friends with their children because, you know, their children are, you know, in adults. their 30s yeah. or 20s yeah. or whatever, now to have that 40s, and they're adults now. So now a lot of older people are 
transitioning into a new relationship with their children where Mm -hmm. they're now friends and can do stuff, travel, and, you know, enjoy life together as a a different dynamic in their relationship. So it's a lot of different ways. Yeah, I I enjoy hanging out with my parents, like, on a weekend. (laughs) They are just absolutely hilarious together. But, you know, I think that I would hope at this point that they could see, you know, my maturity and want to hang out with me too. And Mm -hmm. it definitely seems like it. So I definitely think that's a good idea. Becoming friends with your with your parents and having that type of friendship relationship. Yeah, so thank you, Carolyn, for that question. Yes. Thanks, Carolyn. Uh, thank keep you, them Karen. coming. <laughs> we Absolutely. definitely appreciate you got them. A segment now. We, yeah. <laughs> we ain't got a pair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be Get cheap about that. Like <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, that was a very fun question. I'm glad you asked it, but we'll look forward to um, any More question and comments. You know, can I take Carolyn's question just a little bit deeper? What yeah. do you guys think about meeting new people? Like, just off if let's say the pandemic didn't happen is it easy to meet new people who aren't co-workers so i'm just gonna only speak for me okay i am (laughs) it takes me a little bit longer to open up to new people Mm -hmm. so when new people are around it's kind of like i'm not i'm not talking to them i don't know them you know what i mean i'm more of an observer when i come into a uh you know meeting a new person i'll observe them see what you know, jokes I can say, what I can't say. Just kind of get to know them before I actually, um, you know, become friendly Mm -hmm. with them. I take the word friend very seriously, so I just don't call everyone my friend. I'm more like, oh, she's cool, or I associate with that person, or we hung out a few times before Mm -hmm. I allow you to become my my friend. friend. So, but I think the crazy thing about me is I end up meeting people who like almost make me be their friend <laughs> so, like from uh each you know job i've worked at yeah. i've gained friends mm-hmm. from it that you know i normally i go in like okay they cool mm-hmm. that, they just my coworker. when i log out that's it for the day yeah um it's different when you can sit down and have lunch with somebody yeah. and you know find that uh, the commonality of just like being friends with one another so yeah that's good but I, I was curious to see you know have you guys made any new recent friends just based off of meeting them you know and is it easy is it an easy process so I would say for me I'm always been a person who yeah, makes new friends, friends <laughs> all the time. but I don't necessarily <laughs> initiate that initial conversation mm-hmm. um, I think it's hard for me to like a uh, sparker conversation with someone yeah. but if someone talks to me then I'm very open yeah. very transparent and I think I'm easy to talk to and um, I'm open to the idea of making new friends and every place I've been whether it's for work social groups or whatever I do tend to make good long lasting friendships yeah. I'm trying to get better she makes it. a lot of friends <laughs> yeah, of like friends. the real true friendship yeah. though you know it's, yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's harder for me because I, I trust no one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I try. I try to be a little bit. I am an introvert. You she, she, you're an introvert? Is it extrovert? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, extrovert? Wait, wait, I don't know. Are you saying you're like me? That more um, internal, what's, what's not in, outgoing? Yeah. yeah more, so okay. that's, that's in and not extrovert. Ex- okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm definitely an introvert. You don't think I am? Oh. 
extroverted introvert there's yeah. the thing you could be an extroverted introvert meaning you're an introvert but in certain social situations you become more extroverted yeah because if i'm like kind of pushed into a situation that i'm i know what you know people kind of they like me and they're like oh okay she's really nice and mm-hmm. then it's like okay well let me be your friend but it's it's hard like it's yeah. hard to kind of bring someone into your circle because you're you're kind of nervous. You don't know yeah. what that person will kind of be like. So for me, it's it's tougher. So, but, yeah. I mean, I, I can definitely see that. I, I think I share some of those commonalities where it's like, okay, wh- what should I say? Like, I hold my cards a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to share all of this with this person yeah. until I get to know them. And then I'll share a little bit more and a little bit more until next thing I know, we're like, oh, we're going to meet up for dinner. Right. It's like, oh, you're my friend now. So, yeah. I want to yeah. do that. I definitely want to do better with that. Like, if, if someone new comes along, it's like, this could be a new friend. This could spark up mm-hmm. something new. So, yeah. That was, that's it could happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, at any age. So, definitely, yes. Carolyn, it, you know, yeah. don't be afraid to make new friends. Mm-hmm. Regardless of your age group, um, there's someone out there for everyone. Yeah. So, just, just be open. Just yeah. be open. Yeah. Yep. So, um, one topic I wanted to bring up, as you guys can see, we have on our Juneteenth shirts here. Um, so coming up in the next couple of days, uh, <laughs> after you view this video, will be Juneteenth. Juneteenth is on June 19th. Yep. Um, which also shares the date with Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about Juneteenth first, and then uh, we'll get into Father's Day as well. But, Deanna, for those who don't know. Yeah, so mm-hmm. for those who don't know, although I, it has definitely grown recently in the last few years, the popularity yeah. um, around Juneteenth, but it's the holiday to celebrate the end of slavery in the U.S. It's also called Emancipation Day or Juneteenth Independence Day, um, because it references the date combining the words June and the 19th. 19th yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But basically, uh, Texas was the last state to um, emancipate, the, emancipate slaves. the slaves. I can't say emancipate. I, I can't emancipate say Emancipate. Yes, it was the, so, the last state to emancipate yeah. the slaves. The so. Slaves were initially uh, emancipated mm-hmm. uh, January 1st of ni- 1863. I can yeah. say that. <laughs> 1863. And it's then the Texas, Texas did it when? 1865. So 1865. June of 1865. So three years, a little over three years yeah. later. Yeah. So, um, two, two yeah. Years. So it's gained traction. And, you know, that's basically what Juneteenth is. And, there's been celebrations over the years, but I feel like it's been a lot quiet, mm-hmm. quieter. Um, but uh, as we were talking about this topic, Deanna made a really good point that after the George Floyd uh, murder was when it became a little bit more popular, I think, or more mainstream. I'm just yeah. going to say more mainstream. mainstream yeah. For sure. But uh, um, I think for me... I, I've heard of Juneteenth before the last three years, but I didn't know really what it was, and it wasn't really widely 
celebrated anywhere near me. Yeah. What about mm-hmm. you guys? Same here. Like I didn't. I heard nothing about it. And mm-hmm. then, um, then after uh, George Floyd, uh, you know, I started hearing a little bit more about it. And then, like, we celebrated it. Yeah, we did. Um, so it kind of went from hearing nothing to actually it being a. Um, a day that we kind of make sure that we celebrate now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So for me, I did know about Juneteenth growing up, and I think it was because I had someone in my family that was directly involved mm. in the celebration of, oh. and we would go um, to parades. So actually, there's a parade in Chicago every year wow. um, on the, in the they South know. Shore area okay. um, that is celebration of Juneteenth. So it's like, I guess, but if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, and the area of Chicago always seems to be very, very cultural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, so I did grow up knowing about Juneteenth, and mm-hmm. I did, you know, I've gone to the parade, and there's family pictures of my uncle and cousin yeah. participating in it. Um, I would say as a young kid, I didn't really fully know what it was about. Mm-hmm. I just knew we were going to a parade, but um, you know, as I got older, I understood. Yeah, I feel like in the Chicago, because Chicago is so culturally diverse, you'll find a lot of different celebrations for different cultures. Yeah. But growing up and living in the suburbs, even though we lived in a predominantly black suburb growing up, I feel like what we learned was based on the adults around us. Absolutely. So, you know, there was a big focus on Black History Month in our school. So we learned most of our black history that we learned was because of the teachers that we had um, now transition to my son who went to some of the same elementary schools mm-hmm. the teachers there looked less like us so mm-hmm. he didn't learn as much black history facts uh, as we did yeah. in the same elementary school mm-hmm. so um, I feel like it's based on where you are and who's in proximity to you is how you learn things. Absolutely. And that's unfortunate. I yes. feel like if we yeah. are taught about, you know, all these different wars every year from K through high school, why can't we throw a little Juneteenth or a little John Baptiste Point Disciple in there? Yeah. Why we can't throw a little bit of, you know, all type of different cultures in there so we learn not only just about our culture but other cultures outside of what's pushed in the history books right so it almost kind of to me feels like it's been um it do you think it's that way because it just was presented as like something to kind of push underneath the table like let's really look at emancipation proclamation and not really care too much about what happened in the state of texas and that the state of texas was a little behind do you think it had anything to do with that or i think it's just you know black history in general is kind of glossed over yeah um in most communities you unfortunately you might hear about martin luther king Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Right. You'll uh, get a Harriet. You'll get Martin Luther King, Harriet, Harriet Tubman, Tubman, and maybe mm-hmm. Malcolm X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But it's like do you guys struggle at all with the topic. I I find that I do, but I'm curious to know. Do you guys struggle with the fact that it's like um, sometimes I feel like we're celebrating something that doesn't deserve a celebration. You know what I mean? Like while the slaves were free, it's like that should have never even happened. So it's kind of like what, like, our, like we're celebrating freedom, but it was like we should have already had that. So I sometimes mm. struggle with, 
you know, celebrating it. And I almost wonder is that did, did that play a part into why it's just kind of like the George Floyd situation mm-hmm. happened and now we're like celebrating it. Is it kind of just like a, a Band-Aid on a bigger wound? Oh, that's a good question. So I hear where you're going with that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, slavery should have never happened. That yeah. shouldn't have been a thing. However, I feel that um, people being freed is something to celebrate For because, sure. you know, what if Texas never freed the slaves? What right. if that never happened? Yeah. You know what I mean? What if the northern states wanted us to still be slaves? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's definitely something to celebrate, even though it's a, a crazy thing to celebrate, mm-hmm. it's still something to celebrate. Yeah, I, I struggle with it every year, and I get it, because I, I, I love to see the flags. I love to see people celebrate. I love to wear my Juneteenth mm-hmm. um, shirt, because I'm actually supporting a local business. Um, but it's like, I, I want to celebrate it, but I kind of just feel sometimes... Uh, I, not, a, not a bit of guilt, but just this weird feeling of, oh, like, yeah. this should have never even happened. Right. So, yeah, I think it's, it, it's a bittersweet celebration yeah. Yeah. Um, because, you know, so many lives were lost right. and the black mm-hmm. family was destroyed. Yeah, and, and it's, like, you know, still an impact. Yeah, there's you know, the impact is still it. here. So and, and we're still facing, you know, uh, disparities and discrimination. Yeah. And, hatred and you know so it is like that's why some of the shirts say free-ish since 1865 you know because there's still injustice and there's still you know discrimination towards Mm african-americans so right yeah there's that yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's tough it's it's definitely something that i feel like you know it, it, I can't. I, I can't even necessarily put the word proud next to the. So it's just. I don't know. It's just something that I think I need to sit with a little bit longer. Yeah. One, I'm gonna celebrate when yeah. when everybody's celebrating. I feel like yes. I'm. I'm. I want to be. You know. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's just, just that we still have a long way to go, and it's crazy that, we that from 1865 right. we still have a long way to go. Yeah. We definitely do have still have a long way to go, but I want. Um, Here's why I want to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. I want to celebrate it, and you know, I don't know if I should apologize for my thoughts, but I'm gonna do no, it out there. Yeah. I feel like this country was built on immigrants, mm-hmm. and it even, still is being built on immigrants. It's still being built mm-hmm. on immigrants, whether you were were voluntarily immigrated <laughs> or involuntarily <laughs> immigrated okay. here. This country was built on immigrants. I mm-hmm. feel like American culture is our culture. We yeah. own a piece of that. Mm-hmm. We own a piece of history. We own a piece of culture. We own a piece of America, yeah. and we should not shy away from that. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should celebrate our independence because even though we were slaves, look where a lot of us are now. Absolutely, but and I think I think it's you, you know what really is tough for me, and I can, I'm like. I can, keep remembering to think of this i think because when we were freed mm-hmm. we still died on trees we did yeah just so many years and, and that's mm-hmm. basically what exactly what you mm-hmm. said but it's just like you know it's it's hard when you just when you go from what happened to our people it just, i just find it I, I don't know I, I almost wish that we were um celebrating the fact that our, our people are so strong 
and mm-hmm. survive that. Well, like, we are. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, That's part of sure. it. Yeah. But I, I also feel like it's what what's being handed to us is this, you are free. Well, mm-hmm. no, we weren't. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? No, we truly weren't. So... Um, it's so, just, so, but that isn't even being handed to us because a lot of cultures outside of ours won't even talk about Juneteenth. Right. It's like, let's sweep this under the rug. Let's not talk about this. Right. We don't want to. It's and, uncomfortable. And even, there's, there's people who say, like, get over it. Like, how long yeah. are you guys going to talk about slavery and all that? But as it's long like, as everyone yeah. else talk about their disparities, right. <laughs> so we're going to talk about slavery. Right. You know, so, so it's that. like, yeah. But, and because. The impacts are still present. They mm-hmm. are still present. I feel like it's weird to still say, oh, um, Obama was the first black yeah. president. and there's still a lot of it's, first we, black. We yeah. keep having first, first black, black female, first black this or that. Yeah. So until we stop having black. the first, second, or third black anything, <laughs> then we're going to keep talking about it, guys. Yeah. So, yeah. like, and also... Which is kind of bringing this around to why we went... Th- this was also played a major part in us going into business together because we we want to change that narrative. Yeah. We, went, we, we don't... We, I, I think we're kind of walking into a first with what we're doing, which is yeah. okay, but I think that, um, you know, if we don't do it, then who will? Yeah. And something crazy we learned about uh, a local roaster we talked to yeah. and we, you know, would love to work with um, was like he's one of eighteen black roasters mm-hmm. right. like, in the, the U.S. Yeah. and we're like, well, eighteen <laughs> yeah. right. in the United States. Yeah. That's it. And it almost felt you as know? if he knew the other seventeen. Right. But that I, I think that even more so plays a, a major role. And I, I know we're gonna do a lot of God talking on this um, podcast too, but that played a major role because everything just seems to just be a domino and, and mm-hmm. falling into the right places. Yeah. To where who would think three um, black women opening up a coffee shop would l- literally meet one of the eighteen, one of the 18. Um, black coffee roasters, <laughs> and you know are working on a deal. You know what I mean? It's just right. like. It's it's a great feeling to mm-hmm. be um, in this in this spot, but I think for me, I just I I just have a hard time with feeling like someone's handing something over to me. Like you but didn't then now give we're me, taking it. We're taking. Yeah. It. I like I like this. So I, I want to change the narrative where it's like, oh, they're giving this to us, or they won't let us have, mm-hmm. or they're in the way of. And it's like, you know what? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We are not in control of a lot of things and we have to fi- we have to be double as good as the the next mm-hmm. in order to be recognized and then for women, mm-hmm. black women, mm-hmm. we have to be even better than that mm-hmm. to get a seat at the table. Um, but now I feel like we need to start making our own tables. tables. Yeah. We need to get our own nails, our own wood, build our own tables yeah. and make them come try to get a seat at ours. Right. You know what I mean? So I feel like I want to change the narrative where it's not that they're giving it to us. We're taking it. We're on, we're we stepping into our own lights yeah. to, to take our rightful place. As part of American history, we are here. Yeah. Whether we came here on our own or was brought over here as a guest, if you want to call it that. I don't want to call uh, it that. Or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want to call it, 
we own a part of this. Yeah, we absolutely. own a part of this country. We own a part of this history. It's ours. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to let anyone make it make us feel like we're lesser than because we're we're you know part of american history right yep and i definitely feel like with this business you know for me i i I feel like we are setting ourselves up to to be just that the table you know at the head of table making the best decisions for our company you know what i mean Mm -hmm. making sure that everyone's included um and decisions that are being made so i'm just so happy that we are doing this um but yeah yes So, happy Juneteenth, everybody. Happy Juneteenth! (laughs) However you celebrate, you know, whether it is going, uh, you know, out grilling. Yeah. Or Or supporting a black business. Supporting a a black business. Or or just learning more more about the topic. Read books, you know, uh, do your research. Absolutely. And and I want to welcome people who are not black to um celebrate Juneteenth. celebrate Juneteenth. Yeah. You don't have it's not an awkward thing to celebrate Juneteenth <laughs> if you're not black. It's not awkward to learn about the topic more. It's not awkward to be an ally. You know, and remember when we went to the restaurant last year um, yeah. celebrating Juneteenth? Me and Bianca were Juneteenth out. We had mm-hmm. all the clothes and colors. <laughs> we, we, we did it up for Juneteenth last year. And there was actually a white gentleman that walked up mm-hmm. to us and was like, I love what you guys are doing. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, for a minute, I was like, what? No. Right. It was <laughs> weird. Minute, I was like, like, what you mean? Right. But in, in, in all actuality, like, it, that was a great feeling. It was, and you know, it was more than him. It was another group that chatted with us, and it was like I feel like people are more um, wanting to learn more Mm -hmm. or understand more or just be involved. So that's a great. Yeah, there are definitely people who are taking responsibility to educate themselves Mm -hmm. because there was like some initial feeling of pandering or you know um, other races uh looking for african americans to educate them but yes if you take the responsibility to educate yourself mm-hmm. then that is a, a progressive step yeah. google yeah <laughs> google yes. guys Your google works like, yeah. i would say too you know watch watch videos on youtube there's so many you know about it i think people are giving their honest opinion about what they feel about it but it's a great way to also learn more about the topic mm-hmm. and i would say what i do like what i love the most about juneteenth is to see people that look like me celebrating something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would even say, you know, maybe you don't agree with the topic, or maybe you don't agree, you kind of feel the way I feel in some sense of the uh, of it. But um, if there's a chance where you can celebrate with people that look like you and it's something other than what the narrative that's painted, do it. Do and it. And have a good time celebrating. And have a good time. Like if it's, what I love seeing is other cultures who fly their flags, you know, like oh, yeah. um, the Puerto Rican. The um, Puerto Rican Day Parade last year. Yeah. It was so exciting. We, it was so, it happened to fall on Juneteenth mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were just out and just watching everyone celebrate. They were driving down the streets it with their beautiful. flags. It was so much fun just to see it. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love to see other cultures celebrate and I want them to love to see us celebrate as well and have yeah. a good time. And it was good nature, yep, you know, sure. at least where we were. It was definitely good nature. It was. Everyone had a good time. Yep. So definitely celebrate however you want to. Um, but there's a lot more to celebrate this weekend as well. So yes. Juneteenth actually falls on Father's Day. Father's Day. 